0: Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Saturday, June 10th, 2023, and this is day 1907 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and glorify you and only you. You are above all others. We can do nothing without you. I thank you, Lord, for equipping us with the gifts to go forth and fulfill the purpose you've given us for today. I thank you, my Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak to that it be all about you and not about me in Jesus name. Amen. Glory to God everybody. thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is don't run from the problem. We're gonna have challenges in life but we if we keep running from them we'll never uh, learn from that situation. There's something there that God wants us to learn. Maybe it's something we brought on ourselves that we need to uh, humbly submit to him. Or maybe it's something that God is allowing to happen to help to strengthen us in certain areas and to condition us to fulfill the purpose that he's given us. Please forgive me that my voice is a little hoarse, but um, we're going to keep on going. (laughs) We're coming out of uh, several scriptures, but um, we're going to start with Mark chapter 14, verses 48 through 51. But Mark 14 and 27 talks about uh, Jesus knew that his disciples would run and leave him, At the time, he was to die. And so that's Mark 14 and 27 when he talks about that. He was going to die for all of us, uh, those in the present and those in the future. He died so that we could have life and to be reconciled back to the Father. So we're going to dive into Mark chapter 14, verses 48 through 51. Let's go there. So Jesus is speaking and he says, Am I leading a rebellion, said Jesus, that you have come out with swords and clubs to capture me? Every day I was with you teaching in the temple courts and you did not arrest me, but the scriptures must be fulfilled. He knew that his time would come, that they would come after him to take him to kill him. Then everyone deserted him and fled. Talking about his disciples. A young man wearing nothing but a linen garment was following Jesus. When they seized him, he fled naked, leaving his garment behind. And that was Mark. And we're going to hone in on Mark to learn a little bit about what was going on with him and why would he run every single time. I mean, there are several occasions that he ran. This was the first sign of Mark running when things got rough, so in Acts chapter thirteen thirteen um, it is said here that from Pamphus, Paul and his companions sailed to Persia to Pamph- in Pamphylia, where John left them to return to Jerusalem. This is John also known as Mark again. He is running. He left them. It doesn't really say why he left them, but here are some of the reasons why he may have done it. Maybe um, uh, since there was no reason given, it says no reason is given why John Mark left Paul and Barnabas. Some suggestions are he was homesick. He resented the change in leadership from his cousin Barnabas to Paul. He may have become ill. He was unable to withstand the rigorous and dangers of the missionary journey. He may have planned to go only that far, but had not communicated this to Paul and Barnabas. Have you ever had that happen to you where you're working with somebody and you're thinking you're working together as a team and we're going to move forward with this assignment and the next thing you know, they jump ship. They just move. They leave. They don't even tell you why. (laughs) And you're wondering what happened here. And this is what happened with Mark. He did not communicate it at all. So now we're going to jump over to Mark chapter 15. I'm just kind of laying the case for you to get an understanding of the character uh, and what Mark did. So in Acts chapter 15, verse 36 through 41, let's take a look at that. It says, "Some time later, Paul said to Barnabas, let us go back and visit the believers in all the towns where we preach the word of the Lord and see how they are doing. Barnabas wanted to take John, also called Mark, with them. But Paul did not think it wise to take him because he had deserted them in Pamphylia and had not continued with them in the work. So you notice how that bothered Paul so much to the point of say, where he said, no, he can't go with us. I can't count on him. Have you ever had anybody like that where, you know, they have let you down so many times and then they say, oh, I'm going to go and I'm going to help you with this or that. And you're like, no, nah, that's okay. I got this. Uh, I'll bring somebody else because you can't trust them. Verse 39 says, they had such a sharp disagreement that they parted company. And you guys, Barnabas was an encourager. He and John Mark were cousins. And he was always, Barnabas was always known for encouraging and uplifting others. His name meant encourager. But in this case, they had a sharp disagreement. And that lets us know, as believers, we're going to have some conflict. So how do we deal with it? Barnabas took Mark and sailed for Cyprus. Paul chose Silas and left, commended by the believers to the grace of the Lord. He went through Syria and Cilicia, strengthening the churches. So they split and went two different directions. So you might think, well, you know, that was horrible and and it was rough. We're going to have those moments. But then also look at the fact that they were able to handle twice as much territory. Even through conflict, God can use us greatly. And so in this case, he used them to cover more ground. Uh, But it was still the situation here that was not resolved. Mark's running and lack of communication created even more division. Oftentimes, we don't think about how our actions affect others. It's become so commonplace that we may not even realize how many people we've hurt along the way. God will bring it to our attention. It's a matter of us yielding to God and obeying him. I don't know about you, but I know that I've hurt people in the past and and probably not even realizing it. Most times it's not been intentional, but not even realizing that maybe I've left a mission undone. I left many jobs uh, because I got sick and tired of them and just quit. So I would imagine that put... Uh, people in a rough spot, you know, other people had to take over my position or whatever. I usually gave a notice, but it still was very abrupt, and it may not have been a full two-week notice, so I learned from that, and I even learned in starting my own business, you know, people, there were a few times people did me that way, so it could have been me reaping for what I did, (laughs) God showing me You know, it it is a natural cause and effect based upon the principles uh, of God's word. He says, you're going to reap what you sow. It may not happen immediately, but it's going to happen. So I learned a great lesson from that, Uh, you know, not to leave people without communicating and letting them know what's going on. I don't know if you've ever seen people now, they say they ghosted them. They just left, you know. It's it's interesting how that works, right? So Paul was a runner so much so that um uh uh Paul did not want him with him on the missionary journeys any longer. But in Colossians chapter 4, verse 10 it talks about how later uh later on during their missionary journeys that Paul had Mark with him, and he had become a vital part of Paul's ministry, so we can change we don't have to stay in the same place, and I love that about the Lord, that he knows that about us, you know that we will change as we grow in him so to for me, there are situations where I would avoid. Uh, conflict, and in in one case it would be just even with my husband avoiding uh, conflict with him uh, because he didn't like <laughs> he didn't like shopping, and I loved to shop. But the thing was, it wasn't so much the fact that I loved to sh- to shop. It was during that time I was shopping with money that really need to I really need to use for bills. And I would just say, well, I'll pay this bill later, you know, and I'll, you know, I'll take care of this. I've shared the story with you, but, but the Lord wants me to share it again. So (laughs) many times we have new listeners that may not have heard it and God wants you to hear this. So I, I remember uh, saying, oh, I'll just take care of it later. Well, then stuff started mounting and mounting and bills were getting behind and I'm still shopping. And I didn't want my husband to know. And it was almost like for me, it was therapeutic. But, but listen, God is saying, I don't want you to count on things to take care of your problem. I want you to count on me. I don't want you to go out and get caught up into more sin to what we so call helping the problem. Actually, I was creating more problems and I was putting shopping above God because I really need to go to him and ask for his help. But instead, I was using that as my, uh, comforter and actually it was creating more problems so much so that i began to corrupt others with that so here's how i would do that when i would get home with my clothing i would the shopping and it would be things that we could use <laughs> but it still was the fact that i was doing it in the wrong way and so i would call my kids and they were younger then they're all grown now this was many years ago and uh, say, is daddy home? They're like, yep, he's home. I said, okay, well meet me at the garage door and I'm going to give you these sacks and put them in your room and, uh, or wherever and then I'll get them the next day. And they're like, okay, mama, they wanted to please me. And, and I'm teaching them now how to be deceptive, how to lie, you know, how to be fearful, uh, all those things that I was corrupting them with because of my own sin and my own avoidance. And so, actually, the problem was fear. It was the root of the issue. Fear of, you know, just talking it through with my husband and and letting him know, uh, or whatever the situation was. So, uh, by grooming my children, you know, that was a problem. But then I thought back on this, and the Lord showed me this pattern that was taking place in my life from the time I was a child. I was being groomed to run at an early age. My mother would have me answer the phone when bill collectors called and tell them she was not home. <laughs> and, you know, that was something that we would do back then. And even nowadays, I, I would imagine, I, I think it's a little different in the way they do it. But um, she would just say, answer and say, you know, she, that I'm not here. Like, okay. (laughs) And so when I grew up, I did the same thing, avoided bill collectors. First of all, I got myself in debt, which, you know, was a problem uh, by doing the wrong thing. And so I would avoid bill collectors uh, when I didn't have the money to pay them or when I spent money on pleasure before taking care of my debts and ruining my credit. I too began to teach my children to answer the phone and say I wasn't home. One day, when I finally listened to the Lord, he showed me a glimpse of my history and the negative legacy I was creating for future generations and for myself. I finally stopped running and faced my problems head on. I became very brave and courageous. (laughs) It actually was empowering. I finally start walking through the front door with my own bags and didn't worry about it. Didn't have to worry about a conflict with my husband and I because I took care of first things first. Made sure that the bills were paid. And then, you know, we worked out a plan at that time where I had a certain amount of money and he had a certain amount of money to do what you want to do with it. I got out of debt, my credit score got out of hell, (laughs) and I made a vow to never be late paying my bills again. Most importantly, I stopped allowing fear to have a stronghold on my life. What about you? What are you running from? You know, so often I've, I've run into people that will even lie, and that's what I was doing, that would lie to avoid conflict, to avoid, you know, what they might feel would be a negative response to something they've done, you know, and kids many times grow up lying because, you know, we don't want to get in trouble, so we'll lie, and then it follows us to adulthood. It's just the normal thing to do, just lie, you know, and we wonder, why are people lying? Why do they lie like that? It's fear, And that is the root of the problem, fear of facing the situation head on, thinking that maybe you might be rejected. And God is saying, you don't have to do that anymore. I'm there for you. I love you. I will make a way. And it takes humility, really and truly, to recognize it, repent, and to begin to do things the way the Lord would have us to do them. But if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. We can't do this in our flesh. Our flesh is in control at that time. But once we accept Jesus as our Savior and Lord, then he's in us and lives in us. And we take on his character. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is the ultimate to be with Jesus for eternity. And in the meantime, while we're here on this earth, the Holy Spirit who he has sent for us will lead and guide us into all truth and give us that supernatural power that we need to overcome fear, to overcome all the attacks of the enemy and to go forth and fulfill the purpose that God has given us. I love you all so very much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E-B-Like-Boy-U-Y-C-K-S-Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on T-Zone, KC, learn. More about what we're doing in our community, teaching our youth life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation and human and sex trafficking awareness, and also DIY projects, teaching them how to do small household repairs. We're having an exciting time this summer teaching our youth all these skill sets, and we cannot do it without you. God works through people, and we thank you all so much for your support, your prayers, and your donations.